Oops, I don't see anything major here. Just a minute. Good morning. How are you? Hope you're doing well this morning. Sorry for my tardiness. I'm struggling with my sound. Okay, there it goes. I was struggling with my sound. Um, I would like to try to move you to the other side of, the, of my desk here. So just give me just a second to get everybody situated. Um, hope you're doing well. That might be a little bit better. This looks a little weird. A little blue. We're going to be praying this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to be praying this morning um, concerning the nations. We're going to be praying this morning concerning the nations. And um, I want us to uh, uh, read a little bit something that the Lord uh, dropped in my heart this morning. Uh, we're going to pull that up here in just a second. I'm just trying to get uh, arranged because I... I can't see any comments or anything yet. So bear with me. Just bear with me just a second. Bear with me. Sorry, guys. I see you on, but I just don't see comments um, yet. So I would like to greet you. <laughs> this is all new. Just bear with me. I'm trying to do this without my son. Um, let's see. Let's see. Am I still, can, can you guys see me? So sorry guys, I'm uh, on IG. Hello, hi, welcome. Welcome back to Divinity Life um, here with Sister Shelly. And I am um, about to pray. We are about to pray. This is uh, uh, 
6 a.m. Breakfast of Champions, Power to Sway in Prayer. And we are about to pray here um, in just a moment. So all I'm doing right now is I'm trying to find my uh, comments. Trying to find my comments here. So I can, my comment box, my chat box. Okay, so I'm going to type something and see if you guys can can see me. Can uh Okay, so if you're watching, hello, hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome back to the Venti Life Power to Sway in Prayer. Uh 6 a.m. Breakfast of Champions is what you're watching right now. And um, this is where we pray and prophetically share uh, the word of the Lord. And then we go into prayer. Um, typically, uh, this is spiritual warfare training, etc. And so um, if you can see me and if you can hear me, okay, seeing that I have been struggling with this this morning without my son, <laughs> um, please drop a one in the chat. Okay, so good. I see Sister Angel is here. Good morning, Sister Angel. Um, thank you. Can you see me and hear me? Okay. Please say yes or no. I just really need someone to, to, uh, answer that question before I get going. Um, because I don't want to get so far and then realize that no one could hear what I was saying. Um, sister angel, can you hear me? Can you see me? Well, obviously you can see me, but can you hear me? Okay. Try to get the mic on. Okay, mic check. Hello. Audio a little lower than usual, but can now hear. Okay, thanks, Sister Angel. Is this better? Much better. Okay, good. Good. I'm going to turn it down a little bit because I got a little reverb in here. Okay. Okay, I think we're good. So good morning. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> uh, I am your sister, Sister Shelly. We're back with another episode of How to Slay in Prayer. And we are um, going to share a little bit here and then we're going to get started uh, in prayer. Amen. Because we're going to really be praying this morning. There's some things on my heart uh, that I want to uh, I want us to pray about this morning. So. Hope you have your coffee, uh, your tea, or whatever you have in the morning. I have some coffee here. 
Coffee means I don't have a lot of time. Amen. Because you know how coffee can do you, ladies. And so, <laughs> you know, once we have our coffee, we got to get things moving and go ahead and get out of your way because we don't have we don't have much time. The bathroom will be calling. Okay. All right. So we're going to minimize this. Hello? Okay. There we go. All right. So, um, Let's open with a word of prayer and then we're going <clears> to <throat> we're going to go into the word. So, Father, we thank you this morning. Um, I thank you for uh, this moment that you've allowed us to come together this morning and to uh, share and to pray and to stand in the gap uh, to make up the hedge and to make intercession uh, for your people in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for this day, uh, another day in the land of the living, the, another day with of brand new mercy, your compassions that never fail but are new every morning. Father, we are grateful. We honor you this morning, Father God, for the breath of life, your, your breath in our bodies, your air in our lungs, for the activity of our limbs this morning, Father, for the life, health, and strength and well-being of ourselves, Father God, and our loved ones, and our family, and our brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, we just thank you, Father. We give you thanks in all things, for this is your will concerning us. We give you thanks and we give you praise, Father God, because you are worthy of all, uh, all our praise, all the honor, Father. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all and more, Father God. And so, Father, we just humbly, oh God, just give you the give you thanks. And uh, we honor you and we welcome your Holy Spirit to come in and to take over this meeting this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, that your spirit, Lord, will speak this morning, Heavenly Father, that he will lead and guide us uh, according to your word and according to your perfect will in Jesus' mighty name. We rebuke the powers of hell and darkness. We release the blood of Jesus against every spirit, oh God, that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy in the name of Jesus against every spirit. Oh God, every demonic agenda, plot, plan, scheme, and strategy this morning in the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus is against you this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So I want to get into uh, this. Um, I want to get into a little scripture here, if you don't mind. Uh, because there's a word that the Lord dropped in my heart uh, concerning concerning um, let me put this on this side of the screen concerning um, this land concerning this land and concerning uh, the condition uh, of our culture and the things that you know you, you know the things that are going on if you have not uh, been living under a rock um, but um, when I was um, brushing my teeth, the Lord said um, <clears throat> that this land is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And I want to um, 
pull up a scripture on that here. It's in the book of uh, Numbers. <coughs> in the book of Numbers. It's talking about, you know, the land that God promised to Israel. Numbers 13. I'm going to pull it up in my Bible app here. This is what the Lord was saying here this morning. Bear with me just a second. Okay, here we go. Uh, go with me to Numbers 13. I'm in the King James Version, but, you know, whatever uh, version you prefer. Uh, um, Numbers 13 and um, verse, we're going to start at verse 27. Oh, we're going to start at verse um, 25. If you know this... Uh, you know, this is talking about um, the land of Canaan. Amen. It's talking about the land of Canaan when Moses uh, sent the spies out to spy out the land of Canaan because it was, sorry, I'm close, too close to the screen. It, it, it Because um, he wanted to, excuse me. Okay, now this is dark. I'm so sorry, guys. Because he wants, he wanted to, um, you know, to give them this land. Amen. And so, uh, the Lord wanted to give them the land. And so uh, let's just look at, um, verse 17, it says, and Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, get you up this way southward and get up into the mountain and see the land, what it is. Amen. See the land. That means, uh, examine the land, uh, I don't know, you, you probably might know this term, survey the land, amen. If you ever uh, seen a surveyor who goes out to survey land for the purpose of bu building, uh, you know, new construction there. Um, so it says, um, this is what the Lord says. He says, uh, see the land, what it is, what it is, and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. Amen. Um, this is a, uh, a matter of faith. Amen. This is a matter of faith. This is about, um, your faith, what, what you see, because we see through the eyes of either faith or unbelief. And so, you know, this, uh, there's a saying that says beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Amen. Uh, well, faith is also in the eye of the beholder. And what, what you see with your eye um, determines whether or not um, you, you know, um, feel able or, dis or unable to possess it or to take it. Amen. It depends on how you process what you see glory to God, how you process what you see. So he says, see the land. That's the first thing he told them to do. He said, see the land. He, he said, what? Get you up this way. Up. So 
uh, he said, go up into the mountain, go up into the mountain, right? So the first thing that God say, God is saying we have to do is we have to get up. We have to go, <coughs> we have to go up. Amen. He's calling us up. Um, and you probably, you know, have heard me say that many times before, um, how the Lord, um, uh, is calling us into a higher realm. He's calling us up higher. He's saying, come up hither so that I can show you things which must shortly come to pass or things that you know not of, things that you know not of. And so the Lord is saying, come up, amen, come up hither. Let me turn this light up a little bit. It's just dark. I, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. IG, it's just, it's just dark over here. Goodness. I feel like there's just a, like a shadow on this. Um, bear with me one sec. Okay, is that better? That other stream uh, software is easier to use, but the quality is not nearly, you know, as good. So, you know, we're we're trying to um, we're trying to do better. But Lord, I'm struggling. <laughs> My son, you know, it. it he stayed up he, he stayed up literally all night the night before we preached on sunday um the night before the sunday uh service we um he stayed up literally all night like putting everything together setting everything up and uh get he had to learn the software though because um he didn't know it you know what i'm saying so it was all new to him and um, <laughs> it was um, it was uh, it was something he had to learn. And so now that he has it set up, um, you know, I have to try to remember, you know, what he told me to do, the instructions he he gave me. <laughs> um, goodness. I'm looking at this screen and there is a delay. I'm so sorry, guys. This is not normal. <laughs> oh, good morning. Uh, good morning, um, Lindsay. Good morning. Leela. Is it Leela? <laughs> good morning. Good to see you. I think this is who I think this is. Good morning, Ma. Good to see you. Uh, uh, sorry if it's a little dark over here. Um, oh, yes, it's you. Hey. Welcome. Good morning. Oh, I miss you, Ma. <laughs> My my sister's mom is on. Good morning, mama. Welcome. It's been a minute. It's been a while. 
Yes, how are you? I'm sorry, I'm having a full conversation over here. You guys are like, what? <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> oh, Angel says you're doing good. Okay, thank you, Mama, so much. Thank you, sis, because I'm I'm struggling. I'm like, Lord, what do I, uh, how? Uh, Y'all don't see what I see in front of me. That's the thing. You you can't see what I see in front of me. Um, um it's just, it's, it, it's, it looks like it's too much. It's too much. It's like kind of overwhelming. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get back to where the Lord had us. Okay. So numbers 13. Um, I wanted to say, by the way, that, uh, Sunday, the Kavad service, the Lord, uh, was the Holy spirit was leading us the whole way through. Sometimes I don't know, um, some of the things that I do, you know, I don't know that, um, you know, I don't know of a certainty that it's God. I'm just, I'm just doing what I, what I hear and what I see, you know, spiritually. Amen. And, 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 and I'm trusting the spirit that the spirit of God is leading me. I know he's, you know, um, there's not another spirit leading me because I judge it by the word, you know what I mean? And, and, um, uh, you know, and the presence, you know what I'm saying? The presence of God and the, and the presence of God, the spirit of God, the glory of God, um, was heavy. It was resting there. And, um, the spirit of God led us, uh, to take communion that night. If you remember, he, he led us to take communion and, um, I didn't understand why I just, you know, I was like, I just feel like the Lord is saying to take communion. Um, it wasn't a first Sunday or anything like that, but, um, sure enough, you know, um, when I went back and I finished watching, okay, I finished watching, um, my, um, thank you, ma. <laughs> I fin when I went back and I finished watching, um, the stream from my own church. Amen. Um, that's where the Lord confirmed it because, uh, I had, you know, that was our first service that day. And we were like, really, uh, trying to prepare and things like that and get everything right for you guys. Um, so I was a bit distracted during the morning service, but, um, when I went back and watched it after our stream, um, the, the spirit of God had, had, had led not only my church, um, but the whole prophetic council, um, from the leader, he gave it to the leader of the whole prophetic council on down, um, and, and all of the prophets in that council, okay, this is just a group, um, you may not know what I'm talking about, but, um, my pastor is part of a prophetic, uh, council. She runs a prophetic council and she's a part of a prophetic council under the leadership of Dr. Bill Hammond. Well, um, uh, they were led to take communion. The Holy Spirit said that, th that, that this move of the spirit. He wanted to, he wanted us to start it off with communion. He wanted them to start it off with communion, right? I wasn't, I'm not part of that council. I don't know. You know, I just follow her ministry. That's it, you know? Um, but not a uh, little to my knowledge. Um, we were doing exactly what the spirit of God had said to the leader of that council. And he has all of them, all of them and all of their churches, they are ushering in this move of God with communion, 
the Lord had said specifically communion. And so, you know, it just fell like it, it fell at a time that was like mid month or whatever. And this is how we, we understand that, you know, how we know that God is not traditional. God, is, well, he is traditional in the sense of his own traditions, but he is not religious. We cannot like stick to like rules and he's not rigid. You know, he's not rigid. He is precise. He does want what he wants the way that he wants it done. Amen. He's specific and he's detailed, um, but he is not rigid. He is not like legalistic, you know? Um, so he, he's, he said this in a time when, when, uh, you know, men typically don't, you know, the traditions according to religion is to take communion at the, uh, on the first Sunday of the month. Right. But that's not really even what Jesus said. Jesus said, as often as you will do this as in remembrance, do this in remembrance of me. And so I know we're going to have some powerful prayer this morning because there's a lot of distractions going on around me. Um, um, do this in as often as you will. And so, um, you know, the spirit of God was leading them there to kick off this move of God with communion and, and also fasting and prayer. Amen. Fasting and prayer. So right now they're going into 21 days of fasting and prayer. I just came out of a time of fasting and prayer um, with, uh, you know, uh, January in January, giving God January. Um, so, you know, it, it, it just, you know what I'm saying? It just, you know, it, it, it we, we're, we're in tune with the spirit of God and that's how we want it. That's how we want to stay. We want to stay in tune with the spirit of God, stay in tune with the spirit of God. Amen. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You don't need a person, amen, to, um, to actually tell you a, a B, C, X, Y, Z. This is because in this move or in this dispensation, um, God is not moving, you know, God is not leading us like that. God is not, um, he's, he's leading us himself. Okay. He's leading us himself talking about leaders. He's leading us himself. So we're, this is not a time where, you know, some leaders like to go and get messages from other leaders. Some leaders like to copy paste messages from Sermon Central, whatever, whatever. I know personally because I know I sat under a, a a bishop who was doing that. Glory to God, Amen. And I was like, "What? Well, what is this? I didn't even know what it was." And they were telling me to pull it, pull this up, and click here, and do this, and do that because I was working under, you know, in his administration, administrative, uh, you know, office or whatever, and. Yeah. So people actually do that, you know, but the, but the Lord says, no, this is, this is uh, something that I'm leading. <laughs> I am in control. I'm trying, I'm bringing you back to the original, uh, pattern. The original pattern is God is in control. The Holy spirit is in control, not man. So this is not about the works of man. This is not about the works of man. So, you know, um, you know, this is how we know that we, we really, really need to be able to be sensitive to the spirit of God and hear what the Lord is saying, hear what the Lord is saying. Now, um, 
I heard the Lord say, I just wanted to share that with you because I rejoiced when I heard that because I was like, wow, God, you know, like, you know, I was, it wasn't just me, you know what I mean? Because for a moment there, I did think we don't always just know, oh, this is God is saying this. We Not always. Sometimes, you know, we're, we're, we're like, is this you, Lord? You know, or oops, I just said that, like, Lord, are you going to back that up? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what did I just do? You know? And so that's how it is. And that's how it often, uh, that's how it often is. Um, at least for me now, I may not be, you know, as mature as uh, I know I'm not as mature as other prophets, but you know, in my process, that's how I have, um, uh, that's how it's, it's, it's been. Um, so I just want you to um, be encouraged by that so so that you can know that sometimes when you're hearing things, um, first of all, the devil's never going to tell you to take communion. Like, <laughs> like, why would he? Why would he? You know, um, but when you're hearing things, um, you can you can be sure um, that, you know, that it's 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 the Lord. It's the Lord. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that to help you, <laughs> to help you out. Okay, Numbers 13. We're going to get back to the scripture here, and then we're uh, going to go on into prayer. It says here, um, And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said unto them, Get you up this way southward. So southward in terms of uh, uh, direction, but up in terms of position. Did you hear that? So right now I could get in my car and I could drive south. Amen. Um, but the Lord can still be telling me to go up. Amen. In position. So he says, go south and go up into the mountain. And I hear the word that the Lord said unto John when he said, come up hither and I will show you things which must shortly come to pass. He also said to Ezekiel, come up hither. I will show you things that you know not of. So the Lord is calling us up and he's always uh, seems seems to be, you know, calling us up um, because we're not up. <laughs> I'm just let's just be honest. But he's he has to call us up because we're not up. Amen. Um, we often operate from a a a a, a carnal uh, perspective. Amen. And so the Lord is calling us up into the spirit realm where we belong because we are supernatural beings and we see better when we see from above. Amen. He said, I have raised you up together and made you sit together with Christ. Amen. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all things, far above all things. Amen. So he's just calling us back to our position of power and authority. Amen. Um, I said at the beginning of this, that this is a faith thing, right? So when God is calling us, uh, or reminding us of our power, our, our position of power and authority, um, that means that this is the only place where your faith is going to thrive. This is the only place where your faith is going to, you know, it, it, it is, is really going to function. When we come down, that's when we start falling into unbelief. You know, when we come down is when we start falling into unbelief. We start falling into doubt. We start moving and operating by what we see, right? 
rather than by faith. But the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight, not by what we see. And so, you know, and the Bible also says that the just shall live by faith. So, you know, that's telling us, you know, if we're not living by faith, that's telling us where we are, right? And 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 Jesus often had to correct the disciples, even rebuke the disciples concerning their faith. He's like, "Where where is your faith?" Like, "Oh, you of little oh ye of little faith." Like and they would ask him, well, why couldn't we do this? And why couldn't we do that? And the Lord was like, because of, because of your, your faith, you know, your, your faith, where is your faith, you know? And so this is what, uh, this is what the Lord is saying here. Um, so what, what this, what, what the scripture says here, it says, uh, go up into the mountain and see the land the mountain also represents the meeting place with god the meeting place with god it also represents a place of prayer you ever heard of prayer mountain that's why they call it that because it represents a place of prayer moses often went up into the mountain uh to spend time with god amen um, he went up into the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, wrote the 10 commandments. God gave him the 10 commandments in the mountain. Um, and when he came down, we see what the people that were down there were doing. Amen. They got caught up in idolatry. Jesus often went up into the mountain to pray, etc. So he says, get, go up into the mountain first, first instruction. Then he said, see, see the land, see the land, what it is. And the people, and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. Right? So what is this saying? This is saying that things are not always the way they seem. That's what I hear the Spirit of God saying. Things are not always the way they seem. You know? From afar or from a distance, it, it, it may it may look or it may appear that, you know, these people are bigger than us. These people are stronger than us. It may appear that, you know, because they have more money than us and because they, you know, they have they live in fence cities and, you know, because they have land and, and all that because they own this and own this and run, uh, run this and run that, you know, because of the Masonic, the Masonic, you know, what I'm saying. Certain things I can't say really on camera. Well, I'm going to say it <laughs> because of these, you know, this, 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 this demonic system, glory to God. You know what I'm saying? It may seem, it may appear, you know, we may appear small in comparison to them. Why is the Lord saying this? He's saying this because last time, um, he told us, he said, um, he said, fear not little flock. It is the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. First of all, it is fear not what little flock. <laughs> so God deals with little, little. He loves to take the small things in the, of this world to confound the mighty. He loves to take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. He says, just give me a, just give me a few of oh, y'all. Just give me a handful. 
you know, oh y'all. He told Gideon when he sent Gideon out, out to battle, he said, no, go try the troops first. He said, take them down to the brook and see um, which ones really want this thing. Which ones are going to lap like a dog? Which ones are really hungry for the victory? Which ones really want to overcome? Which ones are strong and which ones are weak in their what? Faith. And he said, he said, the army is, he said, the, the army is too many. He said, reduce the troops. And the Lord chose 300 men. David had 300 mighty men. You know, they won with a small, uh, with a small band of soldiers. Whereas, you know, they were fight, they were up against, uh, 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 troops that were greater in number, much greater in number than them. But God, this is how God likes to get the victory because it get, it brings the glory to him. It brings the glory to him. You know, they could never have gotten the victory on their own. And the last time the Lord was talking to us about land, remember I told you the, the Lord said, uh, the Holy Spirit had me praying, Lord, give us, uh, uh, give us our land back. Had me praying against the enemy saying, give us our land back and taking back land, literal land. In the spirit realm. Now watch this. He's Moses sent the sent the spies out into the land of Canaan. We're dealing with a lot of Canaanite spirits right now. And he said unto them, Go up this way, southward, into the mountain. Go up into the mountain and see the land, what it is, and the people. And the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. And what the land is that they dwell in. Whether it be good or bad. And what cities they be that they dwell in. So the Lord is saying specifics. 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 What cities, what, what, what the cities look like. What the cities learn. How many times has the Lord uh, led you to go and you know uh, drive through and uh, drive through a, a fancy neighborhood, you know, um, you know, of homes and and a neighborhood that you know you could never afford on your current salary, right? But but he he leads you there, right? Because he wants you to see it. He wants you to observe it. He wants you to you know. Um, uh, to uh, acquaint your, uh, yourself with it. He wants, he wants to build your faith. Amen. Um, because he wants you to understand that you're not always going to be where you are. He's not going to leave. He's not trying to leave you where you are. Oh, I think this is a word. Oh, he's not trying to lead you where you are, leave you where you are. So he said, see the land, look at it real good. What is it? And look at the people that are living there, whether they be strong or weak. That means, you know, we're, 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 we're strategizing. This is warfare strategy. Now we're planning to overtake God is planning. 
David said, through God, I will overtake them. Through, through my God, I will push down my enemies. Through my God, I will overtake them. But in the spirit, because they, they were fighting in the natural in David's day. But the Lord, you know, <laughs> Jesus, you know, uh, delivered us from that. Amen. He, he, he's like, you know, this is how we fight now. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now watch here. He says, um, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, how many are they? You might say, well, that doesn't really matter because God doesn't care, you know, uh, uh, about that. But why did he tell them then? Why did he tell them to see how few or how many? It wasn't for God. It wasn't because God needed that information. It was for, for them to be able to acquaint their faith, to be able to adjust their faith. Amen. Um, because, you know, God is about quantity, uh, quality over quantity, really. He's a God of quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. That's why when people be talking about, well, just, you know, my fruit, my fruit, just look at my fruit, just look at my fruit. And because they're saying that because they have mega ministries or this and that and, you know, or whatever. But, you know, when you really, really examine the people that are in there, you know, so, uh, a, a lot of the people that are in, in there are not really even true to that ministry or are not really even following that ministry or are not even really, you know, they're not even really connected. Uh, a lot of the people in there are, uh, following other gods. They're, they're, they're not obeying the word that, that, you know, uh, a lot of the people in there are there for selfish reasons and selfish gain. A lot of the people in there are, you know, full of demons and need deliverance. A lot of the people in there, come on, you know, bound up in a religious spirit, bound up in this systematic church. You know what I'm saying? The system of church, Carabosa, not the church, the body of Christ, the kingdom. So it says, see how few and how many, whether they be strong or weak and what the land is that they dwell in. Is it a good land or not? Whether it, because yeah, can it produce the fruit that we need, you know what I'm saying, to survive, or is this land cursed? There are places in the earth where the land is cursed by God, and there is no fruit, no vegetation is going to grow from that land. So this is why he's saying, look at the land, survey the land, observe the land, what it is and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, you know, few or many, if the land is cursed and God cursed the land, guess what? <laughs> we know how to pray and, 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 and reverse a curse. We know how to, you know, righteous folk know how to, you know, call on the name of the Lord and, and God will lift the curse. What the land is that um, that they dwell therein, whether it be good or bad, look at this, and what cities they be that dwell therein, whether in tents or in strongholds. Do they dwell in tents or do they dwell in strongholds? You know, what are their what are their houses like? What you know, 
and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean. Whether it be fat or lean, is this a prosperous land or does it just look that way? Whether there, they, whether there be wood therein or not, this is telling us what our strategy, what our battle plan is going to be. Whether there be wood or not, you know, or is there, uh, <clears throat> is there uh, gold and silver, you know, or is it wood? It says, and be, um, in verse 20, it says, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Moses say, bring back the, some fruit from that land. We want to see ourselves. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. It was the time of the first ripe grapes, right? So it was, it was, it was, um, that, 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 that looks like to me harvest season. That looks like to me, you know, hard. It was a time of harvest because it says first ripe, the, the ripe, the grapes were ripe. They had just, you know, just ripened. So, so it was, it was the right time. It was the right time. Timing is it, timing, you know, is a big deal with God. It's a big deal. Timing. Sometimes we can say the right thing at the wrong time, you know? We can do the right thing at the wrong time and it will not yield a harvest. This is the wisdom of the spirit speaking here. It has nothing to do with me, but somebody needs this. Sometimes we can, maybe you didn't get the promotion because you know, uh, you applied at the wrong time. You know, maybe, you know, uh, you didn't, you know, you, maybe, maybe you didn't, uh, you know, get what you were asking for because it's just not the right time yet. The Bible says that there was a set time that God had preset to favor Israel. What does that mean? They're already favored by the Lord, right? They were God's chosen, but there was a set time that he wanted to release something to them. Uh, oftentimes the set time has to do with our maturity, our level of maturation. The Lord may withhold certain things from us at certain times until we are spiritually mature to handle them. He may say, you know, he said, he's saying we're not ready for that yet. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean God don't love you. It just means that God does love you enough to protect you from uh, destroying something or, or something destroying you because you stepped into it at the wrong time. The importance of being led by the spirit of God is what we're, what we're looking at here. The importance of being led by the spirit of God. The importance of being led by the spirit of God. We just want to drill that. The importance of being led we cannot lead God. We cannot lead God. We have to allow God to lead us. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So the, herein lies where, uh, how you can tell 
whether you're dealing with a child of God or not, or not, or not. What does that mean, Shelly? That means that someone can be born again and yes, be a child of God, but because of their pride, because of pride, you know, we end up on our own path and God has, and God is not there. God is not leading us. God is, you know, and, and then we wonder why is this happening and why is that going wrong? And why is, you know, uh, why I'm not getting, you know, what I want, God, why are you not answering my prayer? Why this, why that? It is because we're not allowing him to lead us. And yes, it is called pride. It's called pride because we want to be in control. We want to be in control. We want to be in control. Trust me, it, this is coming from somebody who used to love, <coughs> excuse me, used to love being in control. Now, I, I don't even know how to, I'd I, I be struggling to brush my teeth without God. I'm like, Lord, uh, what, what, what you want me to do next? <laughs> you know, because the older I get, I realize that I don't know what I thought I knew. The older I get, I realize that, you know, um, I'm still learning. I, have, I still have a lot to learn. The older I get, I realize that, you know, that, that, you know, I didn't walk in wisdom in my younger years. I wish I had the wisdom of God. It, it would have, it, you know, the lack of wisdom has cost me so many, cost me so much time. 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 The lack of wisdom. Can I just talk to you like this? Can we just be real? The lack of wisdom. You know, not allowing God to choose my relationships, not allowing God to choose my marriage, not allowing God. You know, the lack of wisdom. The lack of, of letting God lead. It costs me. It costs me. So, um, sister, uh, sister says this is great news. The body moving together. Amen. The body moving together. So, so being led by the spirit of God. Thank you, sis. Being led by the spirit of God. It says, um, so they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zen uh, unto Rehob and uh, as men came to Hamath as they and excuse me and they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron where Ahiman, Sheshai and Taimai the children of Anak were there right uh, the children of Anak that's where you you get Goliath Goliath was a son of Anak they were they were giants that were in the land at that time um, and this stemmed from uh, Genesis 6, where it talks about um, how the sons of God, which were the fallen uh, angels, actually, they were um, uh, the Nephilim, amen, uh, who were sons of God, amen, uh, before, amen, because uh, those, those, those angels 
the angels are also called sons of God. They're called the sons of God or the Benai Elohim, but God is the supreme Elohim. Amen. Um, so it, it talks about in Genesis 6 how these Nephilim, you know, uh, saw that the the women of the earth uh, were beautiful. The, the daughters of God, amen, were beautiful and came in unto them. And so um, the, they produced these children and they were giants. They were giants in the earth. So that's where that's how, how that came about. The children of Anak. Um, it says now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. I don't know uh, how significant that is, but I will look into that. Verse 23, and it says, And they came unto the book, the brook of Eshcol, and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bare it between two upon a staff, and they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. So they cut down this branch, right? They went over there and they and, and they and they they came to this brook. <laughs> Somebody say living water. They came to this brook and they cut down a branch with a cluster of, of grapes. Notice how the grapes were growing by the brook. One cluster of grapes took two of them to carry one cut cluster of grapes. It took two of them. It says they bear it between two or two people upon a staff. So they put it on, on a stick and they were carrying it, shouldering it, you know, uh, two people. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. It says the place was called the brook Eshcol because of the cluster of grapes, which the children of Israel cut down from there. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them unto all, all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told them, they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sent us. And surely, surely it's not just what we heard it's not just what we saw on 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 tv it's not just what we saw on youtube when someone somebody did a travel vlog it's not just you know any of that but he they said surely we have seen with our own two eyes surely it floweth with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it the lord is saying to us uh telling us this right now because this is our year to reap. This is our year to, to reap. This is our year to take the land. This is the year that we have to be aggressive. This is the year that we have to push. This is the year that we have to produce. This is the year that we have to trust God. And allow the and, and obey the leading of the Holy Spirit because he's trying to lead us into something. He's brought he's bringing us out to take us into something that is greater than us. And you say, well, people have been preaching this for years and, and, and you know, and, and I ain't seen mine yet. Well, you know, uh, that 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 may very well be because we are not being led by the spirit of God. Yeah, oftentimes when things get preached, when the Spirit of God tells somebody to preach something, 
and the people just sit there and listen. And then they go home back to their normal lives, business as usual, B-A-U, business as usual, you know? Then, of course, nothing happens. Nothing is going to happen. But when you take heed to the word of the Lord, when you respect the word of the Lord enough to obey it fearfully, and when I say fearfully, I mean respectfully, and I mean promptly, I, uh, applying it to your heart, meditating on that thing, thinking about it, praying about it. You know, well, Lord, how do I, how do I do this? How does this apply to me today? What do you, what does this look like for me right now in my current situation? How do I get to this right now? What's the plan, God? What's the strategy? What, what moves do you want me to make? You know what I'm saying? So the Lord says, the scripture says here, surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Here it is. Look, here it is, right? Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. Now here go the unbelief. They were in faith in one moment. This is how quickly we can move from faith to unbelief and not even know it. And I want to tell you that unbelief, doubt and unbelief is a spirit and it's an evil spirit. You don't believe me. Okay. It's an evil spirit. Not only do I know this because of deliverance sessions. Where, you know, I have, se I have seen and cast out the spirit of doubt. What spirit, what is your name? I am doubt. I will never allow her. I will never allow him. You know what I'm saying? I will never allow him to get this far. I will never allow her to do this or that. I am the spirit of doubt. I've encountered this. In deliverance sessions. So I know that, that doubt and unbelief, it is an evil spirit. Literally. It's not just an imaginary. No, literally, it's a demon that must be cast out. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. What does it say? God is dealing with unbelief this morning. What did it say? Okay. Let's look at Hebrews 12. Let's look at, um, start at verse seven. It says, wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today, if you will hear his voice, if you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, right? Harden not your hearts is what the scripture is saying today. Today, if we, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the day, uh, as in the provocation. What does the provocation mean? That means the day that they tempted God in the wilderness. It was a time that it was a day that they provoked God or the years that they provoked God. It says, when your fathers tempted me and proved me, and saw my works for 40 years. Wherefore I was grieved. 
with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. What, what has God been saying over here? He said, he, he's been saying that my people err not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. He says, know you not my power. How come, you know, you don't know my power yet? Did you not see how I just led you through that great and terrible wilderness? How I brought you out of Egypt? How I brought you, you know, uh, uh, through the Red Sea on dry ground? Did you not see what I just brought you out of? Did you not see how I brought you, you know, how I delivered you, how I healed you? Did you not see in three days God delivered me from smoking, drinking, clubbing, and everything? Did you, do you not see? You know, look at your testimony again. How can you not believe me? Not to mention, I gave my only begotten son. My only begotten son to prove how much I love you. He says, wherefore, I was grieved with that generation. You know why he was grieved? Because no matter how, no matter how mighty, no matter how uh, God moved for them, no matter what miracle they saw, no matter what they saw, they always lusted for something else. They were always lusting for, well, God, since you did that, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you satisfy my lust? You know? Well, we've seen you can give us some water. Can you give us uh, uh, meat? We want a whole lot of meat because we don't like this man, this manna. And God rained down so much quail, so much meat that, that, that you know, he, he literally tried to kill him with it. He was like, he, he said, you're going to eat this until it come out of your nostrils. You're going to eat it until you just choke on it. We can make God angry. He said, wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err or error in their heart, not knowing, not knowing my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. I swear in my what? My wrath, my anger. I was like, yeah, God swears. <laughs> I swore them off. I was like, nope, they're, they're not... Listen, we never want God to say this about us. They will not enter in. You will not enter in. Why? Because of your unbelief. Kind of sounds like God is saying, I'm not even going to allow you. I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. <sighs> Take heed, brother, unless there be in any of you a what? An evil heart of unbelief. Evil. Evil means devil. E-V-I-L, just add a D at the front of that. Devil or demon. And these are the, are the demonic spirits that we cast out of people who struggle in their faith. They struggle to achieve the things, this and that. And we all have dealt with it. We all have dealt with it, if we're just honest. An evil heart of unbelief. 
in departing from the living God. So how do you get an evil heart of unbelief? Departing from the living God. Departing from the living God. When we close the door to God, we open the door to something else. That's how you get an un, evil heart of unbelief, in departing from the living God, right? It says, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, which is what we're doing today. We are exhorting you. We are exhorting one another. Amen. Today, while it is called today. So let's go back here. Just wanted to prove that to you because sometimes I'll be saying stuff and I think that people don't believe that's in the Bible. Um, you just have to read, read, read it, read your Bible and it's there. Uh, nevertheless, uh, uh, verse 28, I'm back in numbers. Um, I'm back in numbers here. I'm in uh, verse 28. It says, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are wet, are walled and very great. So that means the cities are, are fenced, they're, they're fenced in or they're walled in and they're very strong. They're probably very big, you know? And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. So even more so than this, that the people are strong in the land and the cities are walled and very great, we also, even more so than that, we saw these giants in there. The children of Anak were there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. They had observed, they knew exactly where their enemies lived. They knew exactly, you know. Let me ask you today, do you know? Who your enemies are. Do you know your enemies? Do you know? Do you know what spirits are fighting against you? Trying to keep you out of your land. Do you know? Do you know? Have you examined? You know, one of the things the Lord led me to do this year was to, uh, put in a, a plan in place or a process in place for deliverance. Because I noticed that people were coming for deliverance, but you know, um, they, they, they weren't really, they weren't really ready. You know what I'm saying? They, they oftentimes, you know, they come and they get delivered. Yeah. But then they go back, um, to the way that they were before, you know, how do I know this? I know this because they often like share, their social media handle with me or something like that, you know, and I'll be like, uh, they'd be like, well, come support me. Sure. I'll go support you, you know, and things like that. And I go start to support them or I go, you know, follow their page or whatever, whatever. And, you know, it, you know, it, it, in love, you know what I'm saying? And then the, some of the stuff that pops up on my timeline that's coming from them shocks me. I'm like, You know, they weren't able to hold on to their deliverance. And it makes me sad because I know that they went back and they opened the same doors again. 
You know what I'm saying? Even after we did aftercare, we warned them, we told them, we, you, you know, and so now, you know, the Lord had me to, um, to put a process in place, not to mention, you know, the whole ministry that God had, uh, had us launching, uh, has us launching right now. But, um, so that when people come through deliverance, a lot of times people come to me uh, for deliverance. They find me on social media or they come to me through Isaiah uh, Saldivar's deliverance map and they find me and, um, and, and they're, they're only coming to me because he told them, you know, that, you know, uh, he was preaching about certain things, certain spirits, and they were like, Oh, I need deliverance from that. Right. And so they know that they need deliverance and they, and, and they have an idea of what they need deliverance from. But when they come, you know, they have not, um, they have not surveyed the land. They have not spied out the thing. They have not, you know, uh, examined the thing, you know what I'm saying? And so they just think deliverance, I'm coming like, like, like they're coming to an altar in a church service. Right. And then they get the demons cast out of them. But the most important part is the aftercare, the aftercare. Um, so, 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 so why do I say that? I say aftercare is, is, is more important. Um, but the Lord is saying, um, uh, if they, you know, if there is a process in place and they fully understand what they're doing, then they will be more prompt to follow the aftercare instructions. You know, <clears throat> they'll be more prompt to, um, you know, to do you know what I'm saying? To, to, to want to hold on to their deliverance. So I put a process in place where, you know, they, uh, I give them scriptures to read, you know, once I get their information and I find out, you know, okay, what spirits may be there, I'll pray through it. And, and the spirit of God will talk to me about them. And then I will begin to, uh, give them instructions, specific instructions, uh, scriptures to study and things like that, as well as, prayer uh, as well as uh fasting fasting you know just do the best you can with it you know uh but three days of fasting and studying these scriptures and praying through these scriptures on uh, you know uh a week prior to our session by the way our next deliverance session is the first week of february saturday uh, i believe it's excuse me uh march the first week of march um i believe it is um let me see i believe it is um, bear with me. I think it's uh, March. Yeah, it's March fourth. Saturday, March fourth is our first is our uh, next deliverance session. Amen. So you can get that uh, information on deliverance. Uh, excuse me, divinitylife.com. Amen. Divinitylife.com, um, and just click on deliverance. Um, but now watch this. Uh, excuse me, divinitylifegm.com. It, it'll be in the in the description box below. Um, so now watch this. It says, uh, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites live over here by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Amen. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. He's a, he peeped this, he peeped this demon. He peeped, he peeped game y'all. He was like, wait a minute. And he said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. Let us go up at once. Don't delay. 
Don't delay. Don't think about it. Don't wait. Oh, well, God said that this and that. Oh, well, that was a good word. Wow. You know, and then you go back to BAU, business as usual. No, no. He said, let us go up at once. The Lord says, I'm looking for people who can and who, who will obey my instructions immediately. I'm looking for immediate obedience. Immediate obedience. Immediate obedience. I'm looking for people who fear my name. Uh, the spirit of God is leading us here. Just, just watch this. Watch the scripture. Watch this. Isaiah chapter 66. Scripture just popped in my, in my mind. Watch, watch this. This is what the Lord is looking for right here. Come on. Uh, what's wrong with the internet? Come on now. Isaiah 66 verse 3. This is what it says. something wrong with the hold on guys having a, uh, a problem with my Isaiah 66 you see these this distraction okay here we go we're about to get into some prayer here just in just a second. Isaiah 66. And this is what the Lord said uh, Sunday. So you see how the spirit of God is leading us here. Well, the devil don't want you to get these this this word. But watch this. Thus saith the Lord, Isaiah 66, verse one, it says, thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? He's asking who? Us. Us. He's asking you and me, where is the house that you build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? Where is the place of my rest in your life? Where is the place that my spirit can rest in your life? Where is the place? Where is your altar of sacrifice? Where is your... What have you built for me? Where's the place that you have prepared for me? Where is the house that you build unto me and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath my hand made. I made all of it. And all those things have been before you got here, says the Lord. But to this man will I look. He says, out of all the things that my hands have made, all my creation, but to this man will I look. Even to him that is poor. Did you catch that? 
even to him that is what? Poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. Who? That means that when I speak, do you pay attention? When I speak, does it move you? When I speak, do you obey me? Do you fear my voice? Do you respect me? Him that I look to him that is what? Poor. <sighs> poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. One of the Beatitudes Jesus preached. Blessed is the poor. Here it is. Poor. I look to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit. A broken spirit. A humble spirit. A meek spirit, if you will. And trembleth at my word. Respects my word. Respects my voice. When I speak, they move. He that, he that killeth an ox as if he slew a man. Watch this. He that sacrifices a lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. They, we move with fear and trembling like, Lord, is this right? Is this right? Oh, my. You know, th these are the kind of people that God wants. Mm-hmm. 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 Lord, I'm not, I'm not sure. Is, are you saying this? Or is, this what you, is this what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. People that are not so sure of themselves, you know. He that he that sacrifices a lamb as if he cuts off a dog's neck. He's like, I just, I, 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 I we're, we just want to make sure that God is pleased, Lord, that you're pleased with this. Father, does this please you? How many times have you asked God, does this please you, Lord? Is what I'm doing pleasing to you? Do you feel the spirit of God uh, 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 come upon you and comfort you and, and tell you, you know, uh, that, that I'm pleased with you? I'm pleased with what you're doing. Keep doing that. In fact, here, let me give you more to do. That's a blessing. So the Lord is saying, oh, I feel the spirit of God so strong on that. He says, he that killeth an ox as if he slew a man in fear of the Lord. He that sacrificed a lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offered an oblation as if he offered swine's blood. Thinking in his heart, I know this is not good enough for you, God, but you know, here, here's my best. He that burns incense as if he blessed an idol. We don't just throw anything up there. We don't just throw anything up there on his altar. We don't just throw anything at him. As if he blessed an idol. He that has chosen, uh, they, yea, they have chosen their own ways, says the Lord, and their soul delighted in their abominations. Are we seeing that? But he says, I also will choose their delusions and I will bring their fears upon them because when I called, none did answer. 
when I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I delighted not. Hear ye the word of the Lord, ye that tremble at his word. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake, said, let the Lord be glorified. But he shall appear to your, he shall appear to your joy and they shall be ashamed. <sighs> a voice of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, a voice of the Lord that rendereth recompense to his enemies. <sighs> Are we seeing that? Are we seeing that? Now watch the scripture. We're going to wrap this up. going to wrap this up they showed he showed they showed them the fruit of the land right and Caleb and, and and they switched from from faith to unbelief they said surely it's a land that flows with milk and honey nevertheless though the people nevertheless the cities ooh, it's big nevertheless the giants are there and, but Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. God says, I got to deal with your unbelief. They are not stronger than me. <laughs> yeah, they might be stronger than you, but they're not stronger than me. And greater is me or greater is he that, that is inside you than he that's in the world. Greater is he, Christ in you, the hope of glory. They're not bigger. They ain't better than me. <laughs> he said, they ain't better than me. It says, and they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And this is this was what the Lord dropped in my mind this morning. He dropped in my spirit this morning, this phrase. A land that eateth up the, the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. This is what we're looking at today. We're, what we're looking at today, right? God is trying to give us something that belongs to people that are of great stature, men of great stature, and, 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 and people that are bigger than us, stronger than we. He's trying to give us a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. Literally, these industries will eat you up and spit you out. Karobo shanana they literally eat you up and spit you out. Do they not? Look at the music scene. Do they not? Entertainment. Do they not? Education. Do they not? Indoctrinating our, our you know, our children uh, in that industry of education with lies. They eat you up and spit you out. 
He says, it eats up the inhabitants thereof. Many people are being eaten up by these systems, these industries. You know? Every, everything, everything you enter into, everything you enter into, if it's not kingdom, watch it. Watch it. Watch it eat you up and spit you out as if you didn't invest 10 years in that company as if you didn't invest you know 20 years with that uh record label as if you did not invest you know what i'm saying i used to work in a, a corporate office um, for uh, the biggest electric uh, provider here in Texas. Uh, TXU Energy. And I worked there for seven years in the corporate office. And I watched, literally, them downsize. We went through a downsizing and people ha that had been in that company, that's the kind of company that people would retire from, you know, uh, people had been in that company. God allowed me to become close to the CEO of the company uh, through, you know, I, I don't know if it was a little crush she had. I don't know what it was because back then I didn't look like this child, <laughs> but you know, it, you know, he was eating out of my plate at, at one of the luncheons we had. I'll just put it that way. And I was like, what? you know but anyway um he was he was the one who um you know got me uh the last promotion that I got when I was there but God gave me favor with the man and he gave me favor with all my you know all my uh you know all my leaders and I remember us going through a downsizing and people that had been there for years, years, on top of years, longer than me. I think at the time I had only been there like five years. And the people had been, that had been there for 20 years, 30 years, you know. One more, one in one day, they were all let go. They were all let go. Y'all probably have experienced something like this. <coughs> in one day. They had spent their life, their, you know, their years, they had, you know, they, they had spent time away from their children, their families to come to work and to work overtime and to do this and do that. They had put so much into that company to put so much into that job, you know, help them help that company build itself up to where it, to where it was at that time. You know what I'm saying? And they tell you stuff like, you know, well, you know. Uh, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, our employees, you know, that's the kind of stuff they tell you in training and all that kind of stuff, right? They so we're celebrating you because if it wasn't for you, but then in one day they can make a decision. We're going to downsize. We need to drop the bottom line. We are going to, uh, we need to cut our losses. We are, we're about to just, yeah, it doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter who it is, how, blah, blah, blah. And then one morning we just come into work, get an email. If you get, if your name is on this list, if you receive an email, you just got cut or in Africa, like they say, you just got sacked, <laughs> you know? 
And I went in there that morning and, uh, you know, I did not get an email. So I was like, they were like, well, you supposed to get this email and this and that. I didn't get an email. So I went to my man, my, my, my supervisor. And I was like, well, how come I'm not being invited to the meeting? She said, did you get an email? And I said, no. And she was like, well, then don't worry about it. You're good. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And the next few minutes, here comes the, uh, the branch manager, you know, uh, coming, uh, coming around there, calling a meeting in our little group or in our little area. And everybody that he called, he said, if I call your name on this list, um, go and pack your things. This is your last day. I mean, so cold about it. So cold about it. So, so seemed so unconcerned. Didn't even thank them for their time there. And people who had been there for years, 20, 30 years, 10 years, 15 years, gone just like that. And I watched them all walk out in tears. And then, the, you know, people looking at us that had just got there, only been there five years or whatever, saying it's not fair. This is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. And that is why God says, I want to give it to you. I'm sick of the injustice. I'm sick of the. I want to give it to you. I want to bring you into a land that flows with milk and honey. So that you will be the ones to make the decisions. You will be the, you know, you will be in charge. I'm trying to give it to you. The land through which we have gone to search it uh, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we see in it are men of great stature. And there were, and there we saw the giants, the son of Anak. Uh, which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight so the spirit of the Lord is saying the way you see yourself is how your enemies are going to see you come on spirit of low self-esteem come out in the name of Jesus yeah let that lack of confidence that spirit of insecurity, I bind you in the name of Jesus right now. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried and they wept that night. You see what unbelief can do? Bring you one second, you're rejoicing. You're like, wow, God going to give me this. And the next second, you're crying. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Oh, my God. You know, confusion. God is not the author of confusion. He's the God of peace. He says, if you believe me and just let your heart be at peace. The people wept that night and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. They said, it's your fault. And the whole congregation said unto them, would to God that we had died in Egypt or would God, would to God we had died in the wilderness. 
We should have just died in the wilderness. You should have just left us in Egypt. And wherefore, why has the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword? That our wives and our children should be a prey. Were it not better for us to return into Egypt than to be killed out here? And they said one to another, let us make a captain, a captain, and let us return into Egypt. We gonna get us a, we gonna make us a new leader to take us back to where we came from, back to where God brought us from. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the of the congregation of the children of Israel. Now these were God's people. Now you can't blame this on the world. Wow. <laughs> if you could see my screen right now, I was just talking about my old company, right? And suddenly there pops up an ad at the bottom of my screen. Talk about how God confirms things that, that he's telling you to say and do. It, it's, an, it's an ad from TXU Energy. I haven't been shopping for electricity. I have not, you know, it just popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> I haven't seen this ad in a very, very long time. I haven't seen anything about that company in a very, very long time. But anyway, um... It, 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 they, they were complaining, you know, they were murmuring and complaining again. See, God is like, I, I, I don't have time for the, I don't, we don't have time for that this year. This is not the year for that. This is not that, which was written, which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Uh -huh. This is not that. Yeah, that's the, this is that message. No, this is not that. Just, let's just say that. This is not that. He says, if the Lord delight, it, this is what Joshua did. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephna, which were of them that searched the land, they rent their clothes. Like, oh my God, these people, you know. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is a exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Don't rebel against the Lord. Now we see another spirit at work, rebellion. That's what, that's the spirit that told them to turn around and go back into Egypt. Rebellion. I'm going the other way. No, no, no. I'm finna go the other way. Yeah, God told me to go this way, but I'm going that way. I'm, 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 I'm going back. Now, you see. Rebellion against God. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bread for us. This is why you always hear Sister Shelley saying, you know, we will eat them up. They be bread for us. They be meat for us. We will eat them, them, eat them up. Fear not. Fear not this people. Fear not this people. They be bread for us. Their defense is departed from them. 
See, these. Th this is coming from Joshua and Caleb, who actually did what God said. They went up first. <laughs> they went up, right? Come up hither. Let me show you, says the Lord. And this was their report. Who will believe the report of the Lord? It said, he, they said, if the Lord delight in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Neither fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. The Lord had shown them that, let, yeah, they're big people. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah, they're stronger than you. Yeah, they're, you know, this and that. But look, they have weaknesses. Peep the weaknesses. They don't have a defense. <laughs> their, deep, their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Capital L. Capital O, capital R, capital D. God is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bade stone them with stones. They wanted to stone them. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. The glory of the Lord appeared. And the Lord said unto Moses, how long will this people provoke me? <coughs> How long will this people provoke me, Moses? And how long will it be ere they believe me, before they believe me? For the signs which I have shown among them, I will smite them with pestilence and disinherit them. You see God? Say the eloquent of Jesus is Mary's little lamb. Watch the lamb. <laughs> Watch him. Uh, I will smite them with pestilence and disinherit them. And it will make of you, Moses, a greater nation and mightier than they. Are we hearing that? The Lord says this is a year of extreme obedience. This is a year of self-discipline. Self this is a year of walk by faith, live by faith, not by sight. This is the year of the just. This is the year of the righteous. This is the year of the holy. This is the year we rise. This is the year we overtake. This is the year that we possess the land. We are more than able to possess the land. We will not anger the Lord in our disobedience. The Lord says, Make your plan and I will lead you. Sometimes we don't move because we're waiting on God to tell us what to do. But the Lord says, when you step out in faith on the last thing I told you to do, the, the, the last thing I told you to do, when you step out on faith in that, I will give you the next step. I'll give you the next step. The Lord says, step out on faith. Step out on faith. Step out on faith. Get your pen, get your pad, write, start writing. Start writing whatever the Lord, whatever you hear the Lord say to do. You know, it could be 
digital in terms of, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to teach, you know, I'm going to teach a little bit. I, I, I'm going to share my testimony or I, I'm going to share my testimony online to help somebody. Um, or, or, or it could be in the natural, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go here uh, and, and, I, and I'm going to share, you know, uh, the love of Jesus. I'm going to go here and I'm going to tell somebody, you know, about God. I'm going to go here and I'm going to witness. I'm going to go here and I, I have to do something. Let me make my plans. Let me make my plans. And the spirit of God is going to get in those plans. The spirit of God is going to get in your hand when you're writing and he is going to give you so much more than what you what was in your mind when you first started to write when you first started to plan it out okay i'm gonna obey god now that this is how i'm gonna do it and this is how i'm gonna do it come on come on this is a year that we have to embrace our call we have to become acquainted with our purpose our identity Embrace it and begin to carry it out. You have assignments on your life that cannot go unfulfilled. You want, you want to know why people die early? Unfulfilled purpose. Unfulfilled assignments. God telling them to something to do and they rebel. And they rebel so many times that, you know, you know, God comes to the realization or God already foreknew actually that you, this, you're not going to obey me. I was giving you a chance to change your mind, to obey me, but seeing that you're not going to obey me, then I have no reason to really leave you here. Like what, you know, we say, you know, well, people were gone too soon and they died too early and all that stuff because they were not walking in their purpose and the ones that were walking in their purpose they finished their assignment and god let them clock out and go home that's just you know that's just the way i understand it <laughs> you know so let's let's pray i know uh that was a bit but we needed to we need this word the spirit of god said we need this we need to understand uh, warfare strategy, how to spy out the land, how to spy out, you know, uh, the enemies in the land, what is going on up there? Because it's not what you, it's not what it seems. It's not what it seems. There's the, there's the, the thing that there's the thing that they show you that they want you to see. And then there's the real thing. It's not what it seems. David didn't realize that, that Goliath, uh, could be taken out by, a stone. He, he took five smooth stones, but it only took one of them jokers to take that giant out. And David didn't know that. All he did was obey God. That's all he did was obey God. Spirit of the Lord said, said pick up these, these stones. Put them in your slingshot. Aim your bow and release well slingshot he slung that joker <laughs> took that joker out 
right in the center of his doggone forehead. Knocked him out just like that. The Lord said, it's not what it seems. Your enemies are not what they seem. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning, Lord, that there are more for us, there are more with us than there are against us. <clears throat> Joshua and Caleb said, if you be with us, Caleb said, if you be with us, we are more than able to take the land. Father, we pray this morning, Father God, that faith, the spirit of faith will be revived in the hearts of your people. We rebuke and bind and take authority over every spirit, every evil spirit of unbelief right now. Every evil spirit of doubt and unbelief right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we repent for our unbelief. We ask for your mercy. We ask you to forgive us for not believing you, Lord. Not being led by your spirit. Not being sensitive to your voice. Not obeying your instructions. Father, forgive us for trying to do things our own way. Forgiving, forgive us for allowing pride to get in the way. Forgive us for rebelling against you and turning the other way. Forgive us, Lord God, that when, when you spoke to us, Lord, we forgot the word that you said, Lord. Because we didn't lay it to heart. We forgot because we didn't lay it to heart. Forgive us for not laying your words to heart, Lord. Forgive us, Father God. Have mercy upon us. Forgive every sin, every transgression this morning. Everything we've said, done, or thought to grieve you, to anger you in any way at all, to offend you or anyone in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon us, Lord. Forgive us for every sin of omission, every sin of commission. Everything we did knowingly or unknowingly, Father, forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Have mercy upon us. Wash us in your blood. Saturate us in the blood of the new and everlasting covenant right now. Cleanse us thoroughly from all filthiness of flesh and spirit and from all sin and all unrighteousness. Create in us clean hearts, a clean heart, a clean heart, a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within us, a steadfast spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, illuminate our minds, captivate our thoughts with your truth. Open our eyes to see through the eyes of faith in the name of Jesus. Open our ears to clearly hear what your spirit is saying to us at all times. Anoint our lips of clay and put your words in our mouth that we speak as we believe. That we speak as we believe. So a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We believe in our heart your word, Father God. Therefore, we speak your word. The Bible says, speak the word and the word only. Father, help us to speak what we hear you say. Only what we hear the Spirit of the Lord saying. In the name of Jesus. Take all filthy communication, murmuring and complaining out of our mouth. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Pray, Father God, to be led by your spirit. Go before us, Father God. Make our crooked pathway straight and our rough places plain. Uphold us with your free spirit and with the right hand of your righteousness. Stir up every gift and every 
talent, everything that you placed in us, Lord, that is lying dormant right now. Everything, Father God, that you told us to put to use, that we did not put to use, and it's lying dormant right now. Recently, the Lord had me bring out uh, prophetic worship and song. I used to write songs. I used to write songs years ago. I have books of songs in my closet where I was writing. I was writing music. I was writing songs. And although I'm not the best singer, I sing to the Lord, and, and, and it's okay with him, you know. But it may not be okay with some of y'all. But even though I'm not the best singer, I, 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 I'm a worshiper. I'm a worshiper. I'm a worshiper of God. And I, and I hear prophetic lyrics and I hear prophetic songs. And even singing in tongues, I can, I can interpret what the, tongues are, what the song is saying, saying to the Lord. And the Lord brought that, that thing out. I had, I had buried that talent because I was like, Lord, I can't find people to sing my songs. So, and I can't sing them. So I put them up in, in, a, in a box and I stored them away. I had copywritten the songs. Many of the songs are copywritten and everything. People, you know, worship teams and, and choirs have sang my songs in their churches. I released the songs to them, but then the songs died out. You know, they went back to the traditional, back to the, you know. But the Lord says, sing unto me a new song. Many of you, God has given you talents that you have buried. And, and Jesus said, when he told that, that parable of the, of the man that buried his talent, he called him a wicked and slowful servant. Father, we repent right now for our wickedness in being slowful and procrastinating. When you speak and you say move and we don't move. When you sit, speak and say be fruitful and multiply. But instead we bury the talent. We bury the assignment. We bury the thing. We bury our gift. Some of you have great spiritual gifts. You know, gifts are spiritual, you know. And some of you uh, have great spiritual gifts. The, gifts. the gift of prophecy. The gift of interpretation. The gift of discernment. The gift of, you know, faith. You have the gift of faith. But the devil, the spirit of unbelief. The evil spirit of unbelief worked its way in. How did it get in there? Could it have been through, you know, a, 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 an abusive church leader or, a, a, you know, um, you lost your faith in God when you lost your faith in the last church you attended? You know, when when things didn't quite go the way, you know, and you said, mm, this ain't for me. God is saying, just because you leave a place doesn't mean you have to leave me. And if you have not left me, because many of us will say, well, I left that place, but I didn't leave God. I left that church. I left that job. I left that man. I left that woman. I left it, but I didn't leave God. God is still with me. 
I, you know, God is still with, God is still with me. Okay. So if I'm still with you, says the Lord, why are you not obeying my voice? Why do I not see the fruit of your obedience? Why? I gave you precious gifts. You're carrying precious things that I sold into you, but they're lying dormant. And the Spirit of God says, awake. He's calling those gifts and those talents to the surface. He's calling them out of dormancy. Into active duty. He says, awake and arise. The Spirit of the Lord is awakening your gifts. He's awakening your talents, the things that you laid aside, the things that you procrastinated until they were non-existent. The Lord says, bring them back out. Go get your book of worship songs. Go get your book of, 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 of messages. Go get your book out of the closet. Go get your, go dig it up. Go dig up those gifts. Get, dig up those talents out of the basement of your soul. Dig them up. Because this year, they cannot be wasted. They cannot be wasted. I want to see a return on my investment, says the Lord. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you be fruitful and multiply. Multiply what I gave you. And take dominion over the land. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive us. We return to the place where we left off. The place where we last heard your voice. Your instructions. We return to that place, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we pick it up again. And we purpose in our hearts. To obey you fully. This time in Jesus name. Father we. We stand in the gap this morning. For the nations. We put on the whole armor of God. Shodding our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Girding up our loins with the spirit of truth. Putting on the breastplate of righteousness. The helmet of salvation. Taking up. We take up. Sorry about that. We take up the sword of the spirit, which is your living word, Lord, and the shield of faith, whereby we're able to quench every fiery dart of the wicked in the name of Jesus. We declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in every tongue that rises against us in judgment. We condemn it right now in the mighty name of Christ Jesus. We cut off every wicked power, every principality, every ruler of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the holy war angels of God, the heavenly host to mount up, to excel in strength, to make war on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Make war on behalf of the body of Christ, every man, woman, and child in every nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, cut down the wicked principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and the spiritual wickedness in high places, bring it down out of its high place. Cut it down out of its high place. Let it fall to the ground. Let it be utterly destroyed in the name of Jesus and utterly stamped out 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We rebuke every foul power, every spirit of addiction, every spirit of pride, every spirit of lust, perversion, every lie of the enemy. We overthrow your refuge in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every Jezebelic spirit that tries to be in control, every spirit of rebellion in the name of Jesus, every spirit of, 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 uh, of, of Python in the name of Jesus, that is choking out the anointing, trying to choke out the gifts and the talents, trying to choke out the callings, trying to choke out the blessing, trying to choke out what belongs to the people of God. Release the fire of God to consume every python snake in the name of Jesus. Every serpent, every scorpion, we tread it under our feet right now. In Jesus' mighty name, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus Christ is against you. You have no power here. We take authority over every spirit that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. God has given us the keys to the kingdom. And whatever we bind on this earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on this earth, it is loosed in heaven. We stand up in our authority this morning. We bind the spirit of Leviathan. 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 In the name of Jesus. We break down your strongholds. Leviathan. We release the fire of God against you. Leviathan. Consume you. Leviathan. In the name of Jesus. Cut off the head of Leviathan. We cut off the head of Leviathan in the name of Jesus. Fire in the house in the name of Jesus. Consume every serpent. Consume every snake. Consume. Every false image. Every idol. Every enemy of our souls. Every giant in the land. Consume it. In the name of Jesus, fire of the living God. Right now, right now, we break every demonic stronghold. We release the, we loose the anointing of Jesus Christ. Every yoke be destroyed by the power of the Christ. Every chain and shackle be utterly destroyed, consumed in his fire. No devil in hell can hold you now. No devil in hell. We bind every demonic spirit, every demonic spirit, every demonic spirit in every nation, every illegal spirit. We bind you and banish you to the bottomless pit. We banish you to the abyss. By the power and the authority of the Christ, the blood of Jesus, the courtroom of heaven. This land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. But you shall be eaten up. May the fire of God consume every enemy of God in the name of Jesus. Beat down every foe before our faces, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Beat down every foe. Cause our enemies to stumble and fall. David said when the wicked 
even my enemies came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Father, let them walk in dark and slippery places. Let them hang on their own gallows. Let them fall into their own pits. Let them be taken in their own snares in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and bind the spirit of witchcraft, the spirit of divination in this land. We take authority over you in the name of Jesus. We overthrow you. We cast you out of the land in the name of Jesus into the abyss. Into the abyss. Into the abyss. We bind the spirit of Ashtaroth. We bind the spirit of the Greek gods and the idols, the false gods and the false images. We cut down your groves and your high places. We, sent, we release the fire of God upon your altars. In the name of Jesus, consume every wicked altar this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, overturn and override every wicked decree. Reverse every curse in the lives of those who are seeking your face, in the lives of those who desire to obey you. Reverse every generational curse. Break it, Lord. Disannul it. Cancel it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, and cancel the edicts that the demons are carrying out against your people in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be freedom today. Let there be liberty today. Let there be peace today. Let faith be restored. We overthrow every evil spirit of unbelief, every evil spirit of doubt, every spirit of confusion and delusion. We bind you and send you to the abyss now. In Jesus' name, we release the spirit of truth we bind every lying demon and we send you to the pit. In Jesus' name, we release the spirit of truth. We call forth the spirit of truth to prevail in every heart, in every mind. To prevail in this nation and in every nation, the spirit of truth. The spirit of, of truth. We release the spirit of truth and the spirit of peace. To drive out all confusion. We bind the spirit of confusion. We consume you in the fire of God, in Jesus' name. Into the abyss you go. Every sick, twisted, perverted demon, demon of LGP community and alphabet community, we bind you and send you to the bottomless pit. Every spirit of lesbianism, homosexuality, perversion, perversion, we bind you and send you to the abyss. Every spirit of fornication, adultery, we bind you and send you to the abyss now in Jesus' name. Lust, idolatry, witchcraft. We bind you and send you to the abyss. We banish you demons in Jesus' mighty name. Fire, fire, fire in the house this morning. The fire of God. Chase our enemies. The fire of God consume our enemies in Jesus' name. If the Lord be with us, 
we are more than able to take the land. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We know that our battle is not of this world. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of demonic strongholds. We cast down every imagination of evil, every lying imagination, every lying image. We cast it down this morning in the name of Jesus. We snatch it down out of its high place. We overthrow you in our minds in the name of Jesus. We command every one of our thoughts to come captive to the obedience of this book to the obedience of the living word of God, to the obedience of the voice of the living God, to the obedience of the spirit of the living God. In the name of Jesus, let our thoughts come subject and captive to the obedience of Christ. Let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, who humbled himself and became obedient unto God, even unto the death of the cross. Father, we surrender. We surrender every one of our plans, every one of our agendas, every one of our desires to you. We surrender our desire to you. We surrender our desire to you. That's where the enemy comes to take us captive is in our desire. Eve saw that the fruit was good to the eyes and, 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 and to be desired. To make one wise. He caused her to desire it. We bind every seducing, deceptive spirit in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of manipulation. Mind control. Mind control. We bind you demons. We send you to the bottomless pit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Inordinate affections. We bind you and send you to the abyss in the name of Jesus. Every unchecked desire. Every unchecked desire. Father, breathe on our desires. Purify our desires. Sanctify our desires. We rebuke every spirit of disobedience. We send you to the bottomless pit. We call forth the spirit of obedience. 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 Obedience, Lord. We want to obey you, Lord. We want to submit. We yield to you, Lord. Jesus. We yield to you, Lord Jesus, this morning. We give you our desires. We lay them on the altar, Lord. Will you purify us? Will you sanctify us? Will you take our desires that are out of order and give us your desires? Will you give us your desires, Lord? What do you desire for us, Lord? What do you desire, Lord? Show us what you want. Show us how to please you, Lord. 
Show us, Lord, what to do. For we know not what to do. We don't know our left foot from our right, Lord. We have no might against this great company that has come up against us. Nevertheless, our eyes are upon you, Lord. We set our eyes upon you, Lord. Lead us and guide us. We are weak, but you are strong. We are small, but you are strong and mighty. There is no power that can override your power. There is no power greater than your power. For you are the absolute power and the absolute authority. King of kings. King of glory. To your kingdom there shall be no end. From everlasting to everlasting you are God. The only wise God. Creator of heaven and earth and all things therein. You created the world. You created the earth. You created everything that exists in this world, Lord. You are our creator. We come back to you, Father. Make us over, Lord. Shift us, change us, transform us, Lord. Renew us, Lord. Restore us, Lord. Give us back that which we had with you in the beginning, Lord. Bring us into the land that flows with milk and honey, both spiritually and naturally, Lord. You said you wish above all things that we prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper, Lord. Help our souls to prosper in you, Lord. Teach us your ways and unite our hearts to fear your name. Help us to number our days that we may account our, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom in the name of Jesus. Help us to prosper. Help us to multiply. Help us to dominate for your kingdom's sake, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon this nation. Have mercy upon these nations. Deliver us out of the hand of our enemies. We pray for our enemies that you will save them, Lord. We pray for our enemies that you will make yourself known to them. We pray for our enemies, Father, that they will surrender to you. We pray, Father, for a heart of humility that you would humble them. Humble them. Humble them. Even as you humble us, humble them, Lord. Humble them. Put them in a situation. Put them in a trap that they can't get out of without you, Lord. Humble them. Humble them. The leaders of these nations, the United Nations, the leaders of the UN, humble them. The leaders, the, the governmental leaders, the legislators of these nations, humble them, Lord. Bring them to their knees, Lord. They have sought to change your times and your, and your laws, your commandments. Yea, they do change them, Lord, but 
Humble them. Humble them, Lord. They have sought to recreate what you have created. They have sought to change the very nature and image of man. To make us like unto four-footed beasts and creeping things. But Lord, you will humble, humble them. Humble them, Lord. Humble them. Confuse their plans. Scatter their agendas. Overthrow their scientific projects and their scientific tests. Overthrow, Lord. Every wicked agenda, every wicked decree, every wicked law, every wicked amendment that is entering into existence. They're trying to pass it into existence. I'm seeing something here. They're trying to pass this thing into existence. They want man. They're, they're not only trying to change the nature of man, but they're trying to change the name of God. In our eyes. Not so Lord. Not so Lord. Not so. Canceled. In the name of Jesus. Canceled. 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 Overruled. Overruled. In the mighty name of Jesus. We overthrow and overrule. Every wicked abomination. Every wicked abomination in the name of Jesus. Let it be canceled. Let the abominable culture be canceled in the name of Jesus. Let this culture of wickedness be canceled in the name of Jesus. Send your fire upon it, Lord. Send your fire upon it. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We love you. We thank you this morning. You alone are God. And beside you, there is no God. All the other gods are false. You are the only true and living God. And we bless your holy name. Father, it's in Jesus' name. You say, we, if we ask anything according to your will, take down every giant in our land. We behead every Goliath in the land in the name of Jesus. He said, put, put your stone in your slingshot. Get up. Get up into the mountains. Put your stone in your slingshot. Put your word in position. And release. And when he has fallen, take off his head. Off with your head in the name of Jesus. Off with your head. 
the head of every giant must roll this year. Nothing too hard for the Lord. There is nothing. There is nothing. Impossible with God. I speak to everyone that is sick in their body. By the spirit of the living God. The same Jesus. This same Jesus. Who was wounded for our transgressions. Who was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace. Was upon him. And with his stripes. We are healed. I speak and release healing. Into each and every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ that is battling the spirit of infirmity. We bind this spirit of infirmity, you demon of infirmity. We wrap a threefold cord around your neck, and I don't care what type of infirmity you are, you are coming down today. Cancer, diabetes. HIV, lupus, blood disease, whatever your name is, you are coming out. You, you giant, you uncircumcised Philistine, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? We release the blood of Jesus against you. And we wrap you with a threefold cord, a threefold flaming cord this morning. And we snatch you down out of your high place, out in the name of Jesus, into the bottomless pit, into the abyss by the power of the blood of Jesus that was shed for each and every one of these children of God. Healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Healed in the name of Jesus. By the power of the blood and by the power of the authority of the courtroom of heaven, you are healed. You are healed. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your mind. Be healed in your soul. Lord, heal every wounded soul. Heal every broken heart in the name of Jesus. The Lord makes you whole today. The Lord sets you free today. The Lord picks you up out of that horrible pit and out of the miry clay and sets your feet upon a rock to stay. The solid rock of Jesus Christ. Upon this rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. The devil is defeated. As many as believed him, and as many as receive him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Rise up in your power. That is your authority. Walk as sons of the living God. Walk in the truth. Walk in my love, says the Lord. For my love is true. Don't you know I love you? 
don't you know how much I love you, says the Lord. My love will cover you. Step out in faith. Step out in boldness. The Lord give you a righteous and a holy boldness in the name of Jesus. To tread upon the head of every serpent and scorpion and over all the work of the enemy, all the power of the enemy. Because his power is limited and nothing by any means shall hurt or harm you. In Jesus name. The Lord give you the victory. He has given you the victory. He says, remember, there are more with you than there are against you. There are more for us than there are against us. Open your eyes and see. Open your eyes and see. Open your eyes and see. <laughs> Heavenly host, legions upon legions upon legions, holy war angels, holy war angels, fighting for us, make war in the name of Jesus. Woo. The battle, the battle, I hear the spirit of the Lord saying the battle is waxed hot, but the battle is turned in your favor. Walk like it, talk like it, live like it, says the Lord. The battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Father, you said if we ask anything according to your will that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we have our petition. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. To you be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is so in Jesus' name. Thank you for the victory that belongs unto the saints. Victory. Thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph always through Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God Almighty. All right, I love you guys. Gonna let you go. <laughs> I know I'm probably looking crazy, but that's all right. I love you anyway. And I will see you guys next uh, uh, here tomorrow night for Bible study. Amen. Bible study. Glory to God. We're going to study the Bible. Amen. We're going to study the word of God. Forensic Bible study. Ruach. Tomorrow here at um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Unless you see a different time on the banner. It's going to be 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. Um, so I will post that uh, uh, invite today. And, um, yeah, other than that, um, check out the coaching club, check out the coaching club, you guys, because we're doing some great things and, um, this year with that, and we're doing uh, mindset coaching. So check that out. Uh, I will, uh, 
uh, run that for you right now. And then uh, you can, you know, you can go there. You can check it out. DivinityLifeGM.com or DivinityLife.com. Amen. So I'm going to go and get ready for the day because <laughs> I have a busy day ahead of me. And I love you. And I will see you guys uh, tomorrow. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.